1: but you will hear the expert thoughts and opinions of some of our real estate agents at Boston Connect Real Estate and the preferred professionals that we trust. Be part of our roundtable. If you have any questions during the show, please call 781-837-4900. We'd love to talk real estate. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and wherever you listen to podcasts at Talk Real Estate Roundtable. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me and my team or one of the dedicated agents at Boston Connect Real Estate to discuss your real estate needs, you can connect with us at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. Now sit back, relax, take good notes, and let's talk real estate. And good morning to all my South Shore neighbors. This is Sharon McNamara. You are, of course, listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable here on WETD. And we are live in our home studio here <laughs> with a frog in my throat, apparently. Uh, right here in our home office at uh, Boston Connect Real Estate, who is the sponsor of this show, as well as the Sharon and Mary Real Estate team. And this morning, we have in studio Tim. Good morning, Tim. Good morning. Good morning, Sharon. <laughs> it was so nice to like be in person with I you all. Oh, no, week. in yeah. the flesh. Yeah, in that was the great. Flesh. Yeah, yes. it was fun. It was good. I was there for three long hours, but uh it was good. And also in studio with me is the one and only Melissa Wallace. Woo! Hello, Hello.
2: do you think I am the one and only? There the might be another only. one in the world.
1: There's, I'm sure there's at least another w- Melissa Wallace, but not one. Uh, there's not only me. one paired with Sharon McNamara. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> the only one that matters to me there is the go. one that's right here in studio with me. And uh Melissa is the uh director. <laughs> (laughs) director. director of operations here at Boston Connect Real Estate. And uh, she is also operations of like client services and agent services. Uh, So she takes care of all of our agents here at Boston Connect Real Estate and she does a great job. So thank you for that. Thank you. Yeah, so today we're gonna sort of, we've talked about this in the past. Um, We are talking about right sizing. Mm -hmm. So it's the right size for you right now. So um, I don't like to call it downsizing. It is not a downer. It's just that next chapter in your life.
2: (laughs) I know. Um, All of these papers that you handed me, I just keep saying, keep seeing, downsize, downsize. I'm like, oh gosh, please stop. Please stop. I know. It's
1: not negative, Um, but it can be for some people. And I know that the emotions that sometimes our seniors are facing, or maybe you're not even a senior. It's just the overwhelm of, I've been in this house for 30 years. Mm -hmm. How am I going to ever maneuver this whole process, and uh, that's what we're going to be talking about today. If you have any questions for us regarding this topic, if you have any insights regarding this topics, so if you've been through this uh, situation, or if you're just about to start this situation and you don't know where to begin, we'd love to chit-chat with you rather than just sticking on our agenda, which we generally don't do anyway.
2: No. Because no. I was laying in bed this morning, and I was like, oh, thinking about our Tuesday night show, so mm-hmm. we had the Pembroke Chamber of yeah. Commerce mm-hmm. um, like sort of open house meeting greet here at the office. So of um yeah, a lot of fun. And yeah. I it said to you on the show, like, you sell real estate. Like yeah. w- m- like remember that. Like you're the broker owner. Like I feel like we don't yeah. really say that a lot, mm-hmm. that you're the broker owner of yeah. Boston Connect Real Estate. Mm-hmm. So this morning I was like, I think I want to ask her like from, from a broker's perspective, yeah, you know, what do you, and somebody who's been in the, the industry for over 20 years, mm-hmm. what is it like, what do you, th- what, what's going on? You want to interview me? Well, kind of. All right. Well, great. We, well, can, just no, switch. We'll... we can switch topics No. If you no. want. let no, just no, interview no. me. No, we'll <laughs> just start off with this because I yeah. feel like we get these questions all the time. Yeah. Like, oh, what's going on in the market? What mm. are you seeing? What's this? But I want to know from a broker's perspective, not just as a single agent or you're on a team, but mm-hmm. like from a broker's perspective, somebody who's been in the industry for 20 years, what is yeah. it that you're seeing?
1: So it's interesting because I have been an agent for over 20 years. I've been a broker for over 12 years years. I've been a broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate since 2010. I've also been doing a show or co-hosting with Michael McNamara, who has the show right before this one, uh, McNamara uh, on money. So I've been a co-host with him, I would say close to 20 years. Yeah. And it's interesting because I don't know if there are still some people who think it or if there are, and I know in the past it was something that I think people thought that I worked for WATD. Now, Mm -hmm. I'm not saying I do a good job as they do, like, but, you know, I can't tell you what the weather is or give you a good traffic report. (laughs)
2: Yeah. (laughs) The turkeys were crossing at Lindy's. (laughs) I was a minute late. (laughs) That's all I got. Um,
1: so, you know, that is not, but people I think had the impression because they heard me so much on the show and a lot of times we bring on guests. So it seems like I'm just interviewing people, but yes, this is what I do. This is my full-time plus job. Um, in fact, Back to Thursday was like quite the day. I started at 4.30 in the morning and didn't finish until 9 uh, because I had some commitments for uh, some of the committees I'm on because mm-hmm. I'm enjoying doing some of that stuff again. But what is going on in the market right now, it's interesting because I feel um, there's a little bit of this the sky is falling type mentality that I'm seeing with real estate agents. And I'm not talking about like just agents in our office. I'm just talking, you know, for the most part, we're sort of seeing that. And um, since I have been, I think that that's where my expertise sort of comes in play Mm -hmm. is that I have been in very similar. Mar- I've been in worse markets. Yeah. You know, so mm-hmm. for me, I like to say I, I stay one pulse short of being flatlined. I don't get very excited when it's fast and furious. I don't get very upset when it's slower. And what do you mean by worse? Worth. Oh, so like in 20, like nine eight nine ten 10, when we opened Boston Connect Real Estate, there was very, very low inventory. The inventory that we were starting to see was all foreclosures. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had just gone through that whole banking um, situation where in 2004, five, six, people were getting loans that should not have been getting loans. Mm-hmm. They couldn't afford them. They were no doc loans. they no money down. And that was different than what we have right now, too, is um, then it was the bank's money. So people were getting loans, no money down. They didn't have their skin in the game. Mm -hmm. So when people were losing their job, we were in a recession and unemployment was through the roof and people couldn't afford their mortgage. They were walking away from their house. they just walked away. They just put the keys on the counter and said, thank you. You know, Bank of America, uh, thanks for, you know, letting me live here for a little bit. And they just moved on. Mm -hmm. Um, That's when the banks started, you know, putting more regulations on things on how people got loans. Right now, I mean, we're seeing actually a little bit of some of these foreclosures. Actually, a couple coming on. But I'm not, I am not 100% convinced that that's where we're going. I don't think that. Because the past couple of years, and prices haven't gone down. I mean, yeah. they may have come down a little bit, but we see that anyway, seasonally. People who were buying and paying over asking, you know, 100000 200000 300000 we were hearing, um, you know, those people were putting their hard cash yeah. into that. Mm-hmm. So it's their equity. So right now, they have a lot of equity in their house because of their own cash that they put into it. Yeah. So if they lose their jobs, and we are hearing about a lot of layoffs in some of the really big firms in the city, um, if they're starting to do layoffs and they lose their jobs and they can't afford their mortgage... I don't know. Will they do like a cash out refi? But I doubt it because they all locked in. They're in that lock-in situation. Yeah.
2: I think like for me as a buyer, like I need to be like reassured. Like, and we don't have a crystal ball. We don't know what's going to happen. Although... Trends with you being in the industry for over 20 years, you understand the trends, mm-hmm. whether other people understand it or not. Um, but as a buyer, like for me, when you say, oh, you know, we were seeing a lot of foreclosures and stuff like that. There was a week ago, maybe two weeks ago, where four houses came on the market. And I think I said this on the sh- on the show, let I didn't even go and see them because mm-hmm. one didn't have walls. Yeah. One didn't have siding. Uh-huh. One was bank owned. Well, it, it was all things that I was like, okay, is this what is this what we're
1: moving towards? And you know what I think I'm seeing there, though, is I think that those properties have been around for a while. They just haven't been on the market. I think that those are basically sort of what we're talking about today, maybe an estate situation. Mm-hmm. And I think that people are hearing that the market is going a different way based on the interest rates going up again. So I think that those people, are, whoever owns them, are saying, I better take advantage of this market right now mm-hmm. because they feel it will be worse in a few months. Mm -hmm. That's what I think you're seeing. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know I, I, you know, um, as you were talking, I don't know why this analogy came into my head about how the market works because I don't surf, (laughs)
2: but (laughs) you know, (laughs) you
1: paddleboard. (laughs) Yes, I do paddleboard, uh, but not on waves. Um, You know, um, but that's how my ADD head goes. But anyways, as you were talking, all I could picture was a surfer who's like riding a big wave. Right. And they're, you know, with experience, they're getting better. With more experience, they're getting even more better. So they're going out to bigger waves. They're going out and, you know, really able to navigate those waves. But you know what? Every so often, a wave is going to get you and you're going to fall down. You just have to make sure that you still know how mm-hmm. to swim, Ooh, yeah. right? So you have to swim, you have to get back to that surfboard and then you just get on. So that's like my sort of talk to like any real estate agents. And we do know a lot of real estate agents do listen to our show and we've met quite a few recently. Uh, we were at Mark Stiles' office uh, recently and uh, there was an agent there that said that he listens to us all the time. Yeah. Um, but that's that's how I feel about it. Yeah. Yes, Sometimes you fall off of that wave, mm-hmm. but at least you know how to swim
2: still, right? Mm-hmm. Don't worry, Melissa, we will find you a house. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I, I know it will happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's just, you know, it, it is frustrating to sort of see, you know, you're, you've, I don't know, worked so hard to get to a place and then you're there and you're like ready and willing and able. And then you see all those houses that people talk about like Mm -hmm. that were 10 years ago. And you're like, what, Mm -hmm. what are we going back to this? Is this the worst time? Like, what am I doing? Yeah. And I know that time is relative because I tell you, I think one of
1: the things that I, I'll give myself a little kudos. What makes me sort of a good agent is that I can sort of, you know, I have empathy towards people in every single price range right now. And for first-time home buyers, you're actually competing with our seniors and boomers who also want to right size down, right? You want to have your first one, they want to have a, a smaller one. So there's a lot of competition in that demographic. But honestly, if you think about it, 30 years ago, Mark and I got married. 30 years ago, we bought our house for $137,000. And I remember that anxiety of, oh my God, how am I going to be able to afford this every day, every month? Mm -hmm. And so it is relative to time. But like now I think about maybe there's another, we keep on talking about that lock-in effect where people, 70% of people who have a mortgage right now in the United States are under 4%, -hmm.
2: right?
1: They don't want to leave because they're not going to get that rate right now. And they can't even do a lateral move right? Yeah. You even noticed personally when you went from, you know, what the rates were when you initially started, mm-hmm. you were looking at much higher price range yeah. than you are now by almost $100,000, right? Yeah.
2: Yeah. It, yeah. It's a difference of
1: $100,000.
2: Yeah. With the same mortgage payment, right? Yeah. Same payment, just different rate.
1: Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. So I think that... um You know, there's probably a bunch of people that are maybe my age as well where I'm saying, all right, I've been in my house for 30 years and we've refinanced a couple of times, but I think I only have a couple of years left on my mortgage. Why would I go? Yeah. If I go anywhere, it's going to be to wherever that retirement place in the, in the sunset is for me. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't look like it's for a bit, right? Can I retire yet, Mel? (laughs) Mel will tell me when I can retire. (laughs)
2: Well, we gotta get, we gotta get a couple things into place before you retire. (laughs) Yes,
1: absolutely. Um, So, um, so anyways, that's my spiel. And the sky is not falling. Yes, I am a real estate agent. Yes, I do go to people's homes. There are a lot of people who do listen to WATD that call me. So, Mm um, thank you for doing that I, I appreciate
2: it I know I love when people call and, and they're like hi I listened to you on the radio and mm. I was hoping that it's a lot of the times it's like they want to either find like they can't remember where to find our show yeah. or they are looking for one of the guests that we have on yep. um so they're like oh and, and that made me feel good too because I'm like okay we're we're giving value yeah. like they're like actually listening like they might have you mm-hmm. know when we had mold specialist on or whatever um you know
1: it's like, interesting because my mother I was coming in the other day and my mother was across the street at Stop and Shop and she's like, Sharon! She was like waving to me and everything. She was talking to a woman and um, she's like, oh, is, is, um, is that Sharon McNamara? And she's like, yeah. She's Ooh. like, um, we have a phone call. Do we? <laughs> yes, we do. That's that's do- what the ring means. Oh, <laughs> she was looking all around like, is that I my it, watch? Yes. Is that
2: my cell phone? Is that the Facebook? What oh, is no, this? I don't know where my phone is. Hello? Hello? Who is Hello? this? Hello? Uh, anyway, uh, we, have, we have Dick in Plymouth uh, wants to talk to you.
1: Hi, Dick. How are you? But that was so realistic. <laughs> I am just
2: ducky. Uh, Perfect.
0: Years, about a year ago, I heard you guys talking about downsizing, and I wanted to call in, but didn't have enough time. So here I am uh, burning some stuff here outside, and I'm listening to the radio, and you guys want to uh, hear somebody that about downsize.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: Well, we are in, you picture a, a two-bedroom ranch house mm-hmm. with a, a breezeway and a one-car garage. That's this what you're what in what right now? This is yes. This is what we in now. Okay. I have a walkout, I have a walkout cellar, so there's plenty. Of, there's windows down in the cellar. I bought it fifty six years ago.
1: <laughs> How much? We,
0: we are still in the house. We have an acre of land. We have two hundred two hundred and fifty foot frontage on a lake. Nice. For twenty thousand dollars.
1: Twenty thousand. God. Love
0: 20, it. I have no neighbors. I'm in the woods. I live on a dirt road. Mm-hmm. We loved the house. We raised five kids. Well, the garage was converted to a bedroom, so it made it uh, three, uh, two, three bedrooms. Mm-hmm. The breezeway was cons- converted to part of the kitchen, which mm-hmm. is all glassed in. Every house, every room the house has windows on both sides of it, except the two end rooms. They have windows on three sides. And the mm-hmm. house is about 75 feet long, 24 feet nice. wide. And we raised five children in here. Mm-hmm. I w- didn't want the children to be too comfortable because I wanted to move out. <laughs> I, put, I put two girls in one bedroom, which was 12 by 24. Mm-hmm. I put three boys in another bedroom, which was 12 by 24. And my wife and I lived in a cellar. Which was a walkout cellar. We had a heat-laid fireplace. We had windows. I had, you know, I had the house all remodeled. Mm-hmm. And our bedroom down there with the fireplace, and everything, was twenty-four by 16. Oh. and we're right on the lake. And the kids, we the kids grew up fine. They all moved out. I cha- charged them room and board. And if they when they if they came back, the room uh, room board doubled. And I have five <laughs> wonderful kids. They respect everything and whistle in the house because I thought about putting a second floor on and uh, upsizing to, to the kids, but I knew the kids are going to go out. And yep. I have the, I have a million-dollar piece of property here, if not more. I don't yep. want to move. I'm, I'm going to die here. I'm 84 now. We've been married for 59 years. My wife Congratulations. is... A, Congratulations. Love that. Wife is 79. We're active. We go to the gym every day, and uh, it's just... It's, I mean, people don't have to downsize. You don't have to keep up with everybody else.
1: You know, uh, you just gave me goosebumps. So I'm really... Yeah, I'm so glad that you did, Kotlin because, you know, to me, when everybody thinks about um, the American Dream deck, I think of what you just put an image in my head. That's the story that I picture of how, like when everyone said, you you know, you want that American dream, you want that house, you want to raise your family. And simplifying, like you literally simplified, like in my husband, um, his parents are now deceased now for the last, maybe like been the last six, seven years. And there were six children, five boys upstairs in one room and the only girl downstairs. And they made it work. And I think that that's sort of one of what I see different today is everybody has to have the best of this, the best of that. And you you probably felt like you did have the best of everything and you still do feel that way. But that's where I think the changes are right now. It would not make any, if you had ever called me out to your home and said, hey, we're thinking about right sizing or downsizing, I would say you're probably better off staying exactly where you are. And that's a lot of times what the advice I am giving people who who call me.
0: Oh, I I see! I see these condos. A friend of mine just bought a billion dollar condo, and he he only lived in it six months. He passed away. It's it's not a it's not a house. It's like sitting in the lobby of a hotel. Mm-hmm. It, I have I have charm here. Yeah, I can I can sit on the commode and look out the window. I see the pond. <laughs> uh, I, I see, I see, I'm I'm sitting right now on a picnic table underneath a, a like a carport. I call it the shade port. Looking over the lake, I can yeah. see my house. My grass is green. My flag's flying. I can come up from swimming. I can hang my bathing suit on the line. I walk in the house. Nobody sees me. Yep. It's, it's just the, when we grew uh, raised five kids, the wife will get down the pond. In the summer, because we both grew up on ponds. One, uh, we both lived in Carver, and mm-hmm. we grew up on ponds. And when, years ago, when we wanted to buy a house on a pond, in them days, in the 60s, Plymouth had no houses on ponds that were winterized. Mm-hmm. They were all little cottages. Because everybody lived in town, and they had a cottage on the pond for the summer. Well, we found one house, and we, we uh, latched onto it, and I did not buying another half an acre next to me, a pine grove, so now we have one and three-quarter acres of land. Nice, but my wife used to get on the pond with the five kids, pack the lunch, spend all day down there, uh, and everything, and then just come back up and have the supper ready when I come home from work. And uh, That's the awesome. kids grew up on the pond. We just love it.
1: Do your kids come back and visit now with their with oh, their well, kids?
0: Oh yes, uh, grandchildren. So we have uh, uh, three, three, uh, three boys and two girls. One boy is in Arizona. The other four are here, nice. right? Right in Plymouth.
1: That's great. uh, And your wife, it seems like your wife is still loving it there, too.
0: Oh, she wouldn't guess. She wouldn't give away, sell this place for anything. She does handstands on the pond every day. We go to the gym seven days a week and we swim and she still does handstands in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: awesome. That's awesome. Well, Dick, I think that, you know, I've won. I really appreciate your story and I love hearing this because it sounds like, you know, when you found that American dream and you're doing everything to enjoy your life right now, right, you raised the kids and what did you do for work when you were, uh, before you were retired?
0: I was an operating engineer, which is, I ran, I worked for the International Union of Operating Engineers, which is crane operators, bulldozers, heavy construction, heavy equipment. Ooh. And I mm-hmm. have on my card, retire, uh, retired operating engineer, and I have on the other half of the card, I have my wife, retired domestic engineer. Oh,
1: that's <laughs> so sweet, and, that is so
0: sweet. We we go to Florida for three months in the winter, we, just, we come home, and I've been with Mike McNamara, I'm probably his oldest client, <laughs> in, uh, in that I've been with him because I was with him before he had his own business
1: yep when he was um, in oh, when he was in Cohasset for a while too right it, when he was yeah
0: there. Well, he yep. was worked some, someplace down in plymouth oh
1: okay I think it was yep.
0: Gage Wiley
1: yep awesome yeah so you know what it seems like you're doing everything right and I love the plug for my brother-in-law he's the oldest my husband is the youngest in the family uh-huh. of six so, yeah. um, no, well, I really appreciate you calling in this morning and giving that other perspective, too, because you know what? If you're comfortable where you are, don't feel the pressure to go. And that's exactly well, what I was saying. I mean, you're 57 years married. I'm 30, so I have a few cu- more 59, 59 <laughs> years. So hopefully your kids are planning something special for that 60th. But I do think that there is another demographic that mm-hmm. we keep on forgetting because we're talking about low inventory as well is one of the reasons why it's hard. It's, you know, people like you and me we just proved our point like why would we leave we have everything that we need and i did the same thing dick actually i have a small three-bedroom cape and we put an addition on at one point and kept it three bedrooms but gave us a master you know bedroom with bathroom and you know finished the basement for the girls and now they're gone so (laughs) i have no reason to sell you know it's now it's just all our
0: space yeah, and the girl's bedroom, which is, like I said, it's uh, 12 by 24. My love, my wife likes to quilt and sew, so that's, she made over 100 quilts. So that's, she has a huge table in it. She could spread a quilt right on and work. Nice. And uh, that's uh, that's a sewing room. And then we have uh, the downstairs where we used to sleep. Is, now we have two twin beds down here. That's our guest room. And we have king-size bedroom upstairs in a 12 by 24 bedroom overlooking the lake.
1: And it sounds like such a pure, perfect little place. Yeah, <laughs> I, I seriously don't want to be thinking about you sitting on the commode, though, <laughs> spitting into the pond. <laughs>
0: well, day, everybody does every day. <laughs> everybody least, has least to I do it, that's for
1: sure. <laughs> so, Well, Dick, thank you so much for calling. I loved hearing your story, and hello to your wife for us as well. And yeah. we have to shoot off right now because we have a break at 1030, but thank Already, you for calling.
0: Thank, yes, thank you very much. Bye-bye.
1: Bye-bye now. And that was Dick, and he was telling us about his great... It sounds like a love story, doesn't it?
2: I know. Yeah. Not just a love story between him and his bride, but between him and his home. Yeah.
1: And and his family. That's what the American dream is in my eyes. He just painted that perfect picture. Uh, When we come back, we're going to continue talking about our topic, which is right-sizing. That's the right size for you right now. It's not a downer. We're going to help you get through the emotions of uh, that whole entire process when we come back.
0: Let's talk real estate with Sharon McNamara, broker and owner of Boston Connect Real Estate.
1: People often wonder if wintertime is a good time to buy a home. What do you think, Mary? Sharon, here's what we found with our past buyer clients. While it's true there is less inventory on the market in the winter months, that also means that there's less competition for our buyers, and sellers tend to be highly motivated. That gives our buyers more negotiating power. In our team's experience, it really isn't about the seasons at all. Sellers and buyers are always looking for each other, and it's our job to connect them, and that's what we do.
0: It's easy to connect with Sharon and Mary at bostonconnect.com or call 781-294-4848. That's 781-294-4848. We now return to Talk Real Estate, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services on 95.9 WATD.
2: And we are back. You are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. My name is Melissa Wallace, and I am in studio with my sidekick, Sharon McNamara. And I'm just
1: dancing away. Yeah. Hey, that, that t- telephone... It sounded so real. I was like, is it my
2: watch? I is know. it my
1: phone? <laughs> in radio, like, we have all these wonderful sound effects.
2: I saw I mean, her looking yeah. around like, what? I go, no, we have a call." <laughs> That's when you
1: know, know you've got a good sound to play. And, you yeah, think it, yeah. I right.
2: and I love that you do those things for us, <laughs> too, well, no, Tim. Thank you're you. you're yeah. literally my favorite. Yeah. I know. Oh, so. thank you. Um, yeah, so great collard. Yeah. Yeah. And, and as Dick was talking, I was thinking in my head, like, right-sizing isn't just... Um, you know, moving and selling your house and finding a different, like, size for your lifestyle. It also is changing the home, like, to accommodate your lifestyle needs at the same time. And we've done shows about this before. I was going to say, we could do a whole show
1: on that because I think it's a great topic. And he, I literally still have goosebumps. Like, I don't know, maybe, like, do I know him from another world or something?
2: Well, I feel like he told the story so well that I can, like, see it. Like, I can see his American flag flying. I can see him going down to the pond. I can can see his
1: wife with the little picnic basket going down and spending the day with the, and you know what? Like I kept on saying, like, that's what I think people imagine what that American dream is. And it has certainly turned into something else. And, you know, Hey, my job is to help people buy and sell houses at the end of the day, but I really feel like it's educating people on what is best for them. And I love what he did. He just rearranged things and made it work for what he needs right now. So great story. Yeah. Plus, like, you've
2: convinced people not to sell. I do. I convinced... Sometimes you come back to the office, you're like, yeah, they're not going to sell. And I told them that. I go, oh, good grief, <laughs> Sharon. I know. And that's the
1: thing is I feel that, you know, a lot of agents right now... Not, I'm not even going to blame agents, but I do think that... You know, people think that our job is, okay, you want to sell your house, let me just go in, let me take, you know, give you an idea of what it's worth and all that. But for me, I like to go in and just educate people on what they have, what they could do with it, and like other options, you know, so that's what I try to do. And that's one of the discussions that we have when people come to me and ask me about downsizing, right sizing is, you know, determining their needs and, you know, discuss with them what their goals are, their preferences are, what their future plans are. Um, you know what? What about their property doesn't? What doesn't meet their requirements right now? Yeah. What are they looking for? Um, because honestly, the the cost to move is it, it can be a lot. But if that's what you want to do or need to do, then we make it work, mm-hmm. and we try to do it in the least expensive way to help you through that process. So, um, again, the phone number here is 781-837-4900, 781-837-4900. We have Tim in studio in Marshfield, and he will uh, bring your call right over to us, just like Dick, uh, who just called in uh, from Plymouth. Uh, <laughs> here in our home, we're in our home office. Speaking of Dick, Robert. he just called me back uh, just for fun. He, he wanted to tell you his mortgage rate he had for 20 years.
2: Oh, Are you ready okay. for this? What yeah. is it?
1: Per month. Yeah. $131. Oh my gosh. Yeah. My gosh. A
0: dream rate. Wow. That's. Yeah. yeah. Well, he
1: paid $20,000 for his home. You cannot buy a no. vehicle for $20,000 right now. Well, you can, but you may not want to. Not a yeah. brand new one. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> right. Nope. Yeah, you may not want to. Yeah. So, wow, that's great. Yeah it's, it's amazing. And you know what, if he's been in the, you know, he probably watches real estate a lot too. And you know, watches the rates and everything. I wonder what his rate was. That's what his mortgage was. I wonder what his rate was. Um, so some of the things, um, that we can help with, you know, the emotional part of it. You want to talk about that? I can't believe we only have 20 minutes left, but if we do have any callers, we're happy to take those too. So, um, talk about emotions. The emotions. <laughs> <laughs> the emotions. I am the right person to talk about being emotional. <laughs> um, well, uh, we we're talking about our seniors right yeah. now, too. So, you well, know, if somebody just deceased or something, you and I mm-hmm. just went to a class that mm-hmm. Amy Masfer had yeah. from Sherman Law. It was wonderful. It was yeah. about divorces and um, estate sales. Yeah. And she had two other attorneys with her and a loan officer. And we're going to try to put together a three-hour show with Alyssa McNamara. So yeah. uh, it was Fabulous, but we
2: learned a lot. Yeah, we did, and I won't say like super technical things because I don't want to get it wrong because I want everybody to get it right. But when we do have Amy and the other women on, um, you know, we'll we'll just promote the crap out of it because yeah. I really feel like this is super mm-hmm. super important to know. And it was even I was sitting there. Granted, I don't have a home yet. Like, I, mm-hmm. I own my cat <laughs> type of thing. But, like, I was thinking, okay, as soon as I get a house, I got to do this. I got to do this. You know, <clears throat> whether it's a will, it's a trust, it's, you know, mm-hmm. I have to. Because as a single woman with no children, who, like, everything, if I pass away, it goes to my mother. Mm-hmm. So, and then and they did the whole, like, tree so, like, okay, it's if it's your parents and then siblings and then if they have kids and then it is. so I was thinking in my head, okay, you know, if I was to, you know, unfortunately pass right after passing papers mm-hmm. um, and purchasing a home, would I have all those things in, in sort in of place. in writing? Yeah. In writing. And, um, and also, there are, you know, people who have had been in their home for a very long time. They have children, or they're married, or they're not, or whatever, and they don't have a will. They don't, mm-hmm. you know, nothing's in a trust, nothing. But, and we had, uh, you know, a, a little meeting here. I don't know, maybe last year, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were like, "You have to get a will. You yeah. have to." Get, we're telling everybody, "Get a will. Get a will. Get mm-hmm. a will." Yeah, you we have to
1: get a will. Yeah. So Ben Cody uh, from Styles Law came in and gave a little class to all of us. And um, I've had a will. And then it's funny because, you know, now Casey's married and the girls are older and they're through college. Yeah. So I can sort of finalize something. Well, they some need things. to be updated. They have to be updated all the time. One of the interesting things and one of the things that they brought up that I found interesting was you know, making sure you have a will. So you want to leave a legacy and not a burden. And sometimes when people do pass and they don't have all their papers in order, my guess is Dick has it all in order. Okay. Um, And he knows exactly what's going to who and out of the five kids. But if you don't have that in order, then it goes to probate and it just holds everything up. So we're gonna do, um, I wanna do some workshops and everything in the office too, uh, for people in that whole, like we'll do a series of that whole estate planning and have attorneys here with us and everything. Mm -hmm. Because you know I've heard situations where people go online and they Google this and they Google that. And I had had a situation, I didn't have a situation, but they told about a situation of, um, I think it was like two sisters and a brother and maybe there was another sibling or something but you know they put the mother's house in the two daughters names Mm -hmm. and they thought that that was going to protect them and then they made the son the executor of the will Mm -hmm. so then you know when mom passes because it was just with mom um so when mom passed they thought okay this is what the will is and in the will it stated that all of the um all of the estate items and everything in the mother's name mm-hmm. would be split and divided by three or four. I can't remember exact details. And well, lo and behold, guess what? They took the house out of the mother's name at one point. Yeah. So now it's in the two sisters' names. One of the sisters so it's is that part of the will? So it's not part of the will because yeah. now it's in the other two's names yeah. In the two daughters' names. And one of the daughters like, sorry, brother like, haven't seen you. You haven't helped with mom during her, like, yeah. Alzheimer's and dementia yeah. and everything else while you've been, like, living the life down in Florida. So... Yeah, there there you go. Wow. So I think it's really important to make sure that you have everything aligned the right way. So will you help me do that? Will you do a series with me? We talk about these things all the time and then I know Mary's super busy, our weddings are coming up in
2: like two months. I know. And I'm in it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: I'm just a bridesmaid, though, so What's I don't that? have as I'm much pressure. I I I don't have as much pressure as she does. Yeah. but yeah, uh, I'm I'm just a guest. So oh, stop it, mm-hmm. stop it.
1: Okay, um, so back to our topic. So we, um, you know, I think you know the emotions that go along with this. And again, I'm talking about too. Like it is like if you think about Dick, and I wish I knew what his wife's name is, but we'll call her. What do you think, Dick and Jane? We'll call her Jane. Like, Jane, (laughs) I'm wondering, like, did Dick take... Because she was the domestic engineer, right? Mm -hmm. Did she take care of all the bills and all of that? Or is that something that Dick took care of and still takes care of? Because remember we did financially secure women. Yeah. There were women in there that lost their spouse, and they didn't know how to write a check. They didn't know what the passwords were to anything.
2: Yeah, I know. And that was... I think I went to the first one... The first one I went to was probably in the beginning when I first started with you, so seven years ago. Uh And I just remember being like, oh my gosh, like I felt very much like, okay, I'm starting to be an adult. And then as the years have gone by, you know, somebody recently just ha- had a conversation with me. Um, I've been having a little bit of car trouble, and I'm always very vocal about like I don't really understand. Like I don't know anything about cars. I've never had anybody in my life that have been very into mm-hmm. cars or to teach me about cars. But um, ever since knowing Mark for the past seven years, <laughs> he's been very helpful, and like now I have like little tips and tricks, and I try to uh, like teach people. Because I'll be honest, like when I I, I call and I was talking to the guy, uh, I dropped my car off, and I said, I'll be honest with you, I don't know the technical terms, but I know what's happening, Mm -hmm. and he's like, okay, you know, and I was able to sort of go through that, but I have to, you know, constantly, like, think in my head, okay again single woman who is you know trying to navigate through life and i just i'm just being transparent like i'll be honest when i don't know something but i'm i'm willing to learn and i want to learn because mm-hmm. i want to have that knowledge like because yeah. i never want to be have to <laughs> have to rely on yeah. somebody because it scared me like that mm-hmm. the meeting sort of scared me where like i don't want to have to depend on somebody forever mm-hmm. and then what if they you know unfortunately pass away or they go you know mm-hmm. n- are no longer in my life and then I don't know anything.
1: Well, and that's the thing too. Is, well, do you think that I'm going to go somewhere?
2: <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just saying, like, it, it, well, it happens a lot with partners. So yeah, like, yeah. no, I don't have a husband, but yeah. if, you know, in that meeting, there were a lot of women who mm-hmm. had gone through a divorce or, yeah. you know, were a widow and just didn't know how to do certain things or just didn't know. I loved the responses of one of the people, one of the speakers. I won't say which one it was, but her
1: response was, you know, I told my ex-husband I would have made a much better widow than I do a divorcee.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I think I know who that one is. Um, Yeah, yeah. but even in my position, so like I I am in sort of charge of the financials here at Boston Connect Real Estate. Mm -hmm. So when I get escrow deposits in the form of a check, if the check isn't written out right, I usually know that the person doesn't know how to write a check. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and I'm just sort of blown away. It's like I, I've known how to write a check since I was like ten years old. I talked to Alyssa about that last
1: week when I was on her show because she did that uh, the event that she does mm-hmm. every year at Marshfield, and how the kids don't know how to. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah. Yeah. It, I remember my
2: nana teaching me how to write a check because she used to still write out checks, and then she would have the register thing, yeah. and she would write every yeah. time she used my her debit card does that, all this yeah. stuff. You know, she used to do that, but so I know how to do it. Mm-hmm. And then now it's all electronic because we use yep. QuickBooks and everything. But I think but that that
1: might be the next step too. Like with financially secure women, when we met it, people who didn't know how to do the checks mm-hmm. and they didn't know how to do the billing
2: is maybe teaching them yeah. how to do it electronically. Well, and, and I just, this memory popped into my head when we were moving our offices. So when we were in our old office, before, right when we bought this office, we, I was packing up my office and I had a Ziploc bag uh-huh. and I had a calculator i had a pen and i don't know like my stapler in one bag and i was like sharon look this is my office all in a bag and you were like you could run this company with what's in that bag Yeah, why are we buying a building because you all you need is that baggie and but you know what but it's true it's like i you you i i love to sort of do it all out in my head and then Mm -hmm. have the computer check me i'm very
1: proud of you though for taking on deposit link i know that you know yeah and she, i've already I've already done perfect. it perfect. I already have one, one so some of the other emotions I want to talk about, like the emotional part of um, moving for seniors especially and what you might be feeling uh, that is normal and I want people to know that and that's why I think it's really important to align yourself with you know a real estate agent who is very much focused on this and has empathy towards this and can help walk you through this and this is one of the things too is I feel that people don't search out what they don't know, Mel, like you were saying, like, I don't know. So you're able to ask the questions. And I think right now we might have, you know, maybe people, maybe some of our seniors, like they just don't know where to go to ask the
2: question. Um, Yeah, I don't, I think, and I went to a meeting a couple months ago with Susan Solis. um, She's on the Council on Aging, I think, for Norwell. And it was all about, you know, where, where do we, how do how can we help our seniors have housing whether Mm -hmm. it's rentals or it's you know purchasing something if if the the senior doesn't have a family or if they do Mm -hmm. have a family like it was going through all these different scenarios because there was there's a shortage of housing for seniors Mm -hmm. do we have a
1: question from someone
2: online no i just i your dad called me oh (laughs) jeez (laughs)
1: Um, Okay. So we, um, so some of the emotions that you may be feeling is, um, you know, the sentimental attachments to the things that are in your home, just the feel of overwhelm and the anxiety about change. You know, those are things that are real feelings and we help you through that process. And you don't have to feel nervous about calling us to come out and have a consultation with you because maybe it, maybe our advice is you don't have to sell. I know that there was a couple that was referred to us from a past client uh, in Marshfield. And that was my advice was don't feel the overwhelm of how do I get rid of all this stuff? Because I feel like you could stay and make your front to back living room a, you know, your primary bedroom. So mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about all the stairs. So just aging in place, which is exactly what Dick and Jane, cause we're going to call her Jane and Jane and Jane are doing. And that's what Mark and I are doing. We're just aging in place. Um, so what about like preparing for the move? I think that that's part of the overwhelm that people will feel as well. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think some of their thoughts are like why they're just so overwhelmed by it?
2: Well, if somebody's been living in their home for 30 plus years, they've accumulated a lot of things and some of it may not even be theirs. And I'm thinking of your house in mm-hmm. particular, you know, your girls, they have a lot of their things they live in apartments right now. You yeah. know, they don't have a lot of space. So they're mm-hmm. like, oh, mom and dad have a basement. Mm-hmm. But you know what? You are are you are aging in place and you are accommodating your home to what you want your comfort Mm -hmm. level to be right now and in the future Mm -hmm. and it doesn't really um, it doesn't really have all your girl's um, you know, mm. school books in the, cause I know that you have like totes of school
1: books yeah, I do. <laughs> in the basement. Gonna, actually, I want to do that project with me. It's such a waste that all these like law books and everything yeah. are down in the basement. And then you have
2: to come into Mary's basement and go through mine because I have them I'll too. Do that. <laughs> I'll do that too.
1: Uh, we can do that. We'll just add an Amazon page where we can sell some books, yeah. but I want to sell them like reasonable. Like, you know what I mean? Cause books are so expensive. Yeah.
2: <clears throat> Listen, when I was in college, okay, and I was paying three, $400 for a book, and then they either, at the end of the semester, wouldn't take it back because they weren't going to use the same book. Because they changed a sentence. Yeah, they changed a sentence, or they'd offer me $5, and mm-hmm. I'm like, whatever, I'll just keep the book. Why? It's been in a box for every single place I've ever lived ever since, <laughs> um, but... I I feel like I stuck it to them. I said, you know, I'm not (laughs) not taking your $5. But this is a very good point when we get to the emotional
1: aspect of things, right? Mm -hmm. You're not looking at that chemistry book as a chemistry book. You're looking at that as your $300 of hard-earned cash that you made because you were waitressing.
2: Yeah, right. I know. Yeah, and so like, we, have,
1: we have emotional yeah, attachments to our things. I worked hard for those books, and they wouldn't even give, <laughs> they wouldn't give me and anything. You know what? I'm going to tell you, I worked hard for my girls' books. <laughs> I yeah. have literally... Totes and totes and totes of them. So um, that's what I want to do. I actually want to start, we are so off track today, Mm -hmm. but thank you for listening uh, to IWATD listeners. If you have any questions for us to get us back on track, 781-837-4900. We would love to hear from you. Um, One thing I do want to, now that we have that doorbell reminding me, um, Saturday, May 6th, I just want to repeat this every time I'm on the show, Saturday, May 6th, we are going to be talking about the public safety building that is being proposed in Pembroke. Uh, so we are hoping that we can get a lot of Pembroke listeners uh, to go to the um, the meeting, uh, which is, uh, the town meeting is uh, May 9th, which is Tuesday, mm-hmm. May 9th, because uh, we could really use your support to help our uh, firefighters and police officers get a new facility, a public safety building um, that they're proposing uh, here in Pembroke. So um, we're going to have Chief McDonald and Chief uh, from the police department and Chief Viveros,
2: yeah, uh, right? Viveros,
1: Viveros uh, from the fire department on with us. Uh, I also want to try to get Tim Cruz on with us mm. and um, my buddy Tim and McDonald, who's a member, of uh, uh, Joe McDonald, Joe McDonald. I'd love yeah. to get him on. He yeah. showed up at the library. So Joe and Tim or any of your people, if you listen to us, <laughs> if you're listening to us, we'd love to have you on that show Saturday, May sixth. Um, I do want to reach out to them. I think we have the yeah. information, and so I'm that. ready for my tour i'm ready for the tour I'm ready for the tour <laughs> i know i saw him over at the library and i was like i don't think he remembers me but you were on my show and you promised me and melissa a tour of the prison yeah <laughs> so, we're so we're gonna we're hold, hold them to it. so yeah so again that show is may 6th um so please listen and please help support um our local firefighters <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh,
2: first responders yeah so. it was great to have them on the chiefs on the show mm-hmm. on tuesday they were so nice
1: they really
2: are yeah and they're just like they're so passionate about like the importance of it because they live it every day. It's it's
1: absolutely amazing. And then, yeah, you go on to Facebook and you see, like, people saying they don't really need it, but it, they really do. Uh, but you can go on to PAC-TV and follow the meetings and see some of the slideshows and the presentations. And right now, um, on the fire department and the police department, I'll put it up on Pembroke Connect 2, is a nice video
2: yeah. uh, that PAC-TV put together for us. My mom would also like everyone to know that I have a box of books at her house. <laughs> <laughs> The school
1: books. (laughs) Liz, that's priceless. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I feel like every child has like a box of books at their parents' house. Okay, so um, preparing for the move, I think this is what we're talking about. It's all the decluttering and trying to get everything out. Yeah. You know, sometimes people just have stuff and stuff. And maybe you're not thinking about moving now, but you know... If you are a senior and you feel like you want to age in place, I'm Mm going to say leave a legacy, not a burden. Because, like, to end up with all that stuff to go through, make it easier on your family, Mm -hmm. you know? And it doesn't have to be anything major. You could every weekend maybe do one box or one area one room and just sort of get things sort of cleaned out and cleared out don't throw anything away until you let your family members see if they want it though
2: yeah I mean for me I I know I have a ton of things that I need to go through and my first thought was oh I'll just move it all into my house and Mm. then I'll go through it I've been lugging this stuff around (laughs) since I was 15 Mm -hmm. (laughs) like I don't need like I need to go through it Like, I need to stop moving it from place to place. Mm -hmm. And, um, like, I'd rather just move into my house with nothing because Mm -hmm. I know I don't need any of that stuff anymore than to move into it with things that I've been lugging around for 17 years that i yeah I don't I know how even my house, seen.
1: we have a it seems like I have a dumpster every single year at my house uh we're always it seems like we're purging, but you know, I find Mackenzie does that. It seems like she moves every six months and she brings stuff from one house to one apartment to the next apartment to the next apartment and now there's just stuff over at the two family that's just there yeah so, um anyways um. Do you have any other uh, things that you need to discuss? (laughs) But I want to tell you, though, if you are a senior um, and if you're part of the Council on Aging or if you want to go, I know that um, the Chiefs are going to be over there as well. I believe it is um, April 26th uh, that the Chiefs will be over at the Council on Aging um, as well as, like, with the Dell Men's Club, uh, so giving a presentation. So if you are interested in that, Mm -hmm. if you have family members that live in Pembroke, uh, feel free to go there so yeah um do you
2: have any other thought we have two new listings for boston connect real estate so w- and you can tell them and tell yeah. everyone where mary is oh yes um Mary, I don't know. Uh, Mary actually, Mary is. Kristen, Kristen, Kristen Howlett. Yeah. Kristen Howlett is um, at Cochise Estates. It's mm-hmm. in West Bridgewater, um, new development that uh, Sharon and Mary's team have. Um, they have single families and duplexes, and um, they do an open house there every single Saturday and Sunday from eleven to two, and an open house every Wednesday from five to seven. Kristen Howlett, who is a full time realtor at Boston Connect Real Estate, is covering the open house today. Oh, there's your your phone it was <laughs> missing um but uh Sharon designed a beautiful new website mm-hmm. livecochisatestates.com again livecochisatestates.com so go on there you can see all of the floor plans all of the great pictures that we have on there yeah. all the information um so please go side to Site plans, yeah, grades, side plans everything. everything um so <clears throat> and I think there might be a little bit of a spring incentive so uh, message them directly yeah. direct mm-hmm. message them and um You can follow them on um, uh, McNamara Broker Team Mm -hmm. on Facebook and Instagram. But we do have two new listings here at Boston Connect Real Estate. The first one is 12 Copper Beach Circle in West Bridgewater. That is listed by Marianne Trask and uh, gorgeous. Marianne. Every time I see her, I go, Marianne. I don't know why, but that's... Yeah, and she has a... Beautiful granddaughter Nora that she brings she in. So every time I see Marianne I go, Hi Marianne, where's Nora?
1: <laughs> and you know what? It seems weird. I doubt that she's listening right now, so I'll just say it out loud. Like I was saying to Kristen, I think last week, I was like, I think Marianne is just so pretty. Doesn't she has like, oh isn't gorgeous. she gorgeous. so her husband? Just beautiful couple. I know. I know. She's so beautiful. They're well, beautiful. anyways, go yeah. visit her if you want to see how beautiful yeah. she is.
2: Um oh. Darn, I don't have the that time because she put it in afterwards because she was just going to do a point by appointment only. But yep. um, yeah, so Google that one. <laughs> Go to BostonConnect.com. It's on there or you'll look for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, it's 12 Copper Beach Circle in West Bridgewater. It's on for eight seventy-five. It is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous, gorgeous. So go to Boston Connect Real Estate um, on social media or bostonconnect.com and you can find all of the information about that one. Um, we have another listing. Um, this one is listed by Jess Page. It is 285 Twin Lakes Drive um, in Halifax. It's unit 285. It's an end unit. It is so adorable. Um, so if you're looking for condo living, this is perfect for you. Um, there, She's doing an open house um, today from 11 to 1. So be sure to stop by. Again, that one is at 285 Twin Lakes Drive in Halifax. Um, The development is Twin Lakes, right? Yeah, Twin Lakes. Are you going to go look at that? I am not going to go look at that. Okay. Um, But it is beautiful. I mean, Mm -hmm. I feel like if I went there, I would fall in love with it. But um, that one is on the market for $339.9. And here you go. Open house today for um, 12 Copper Beach Circle in West Bridgewater. It is from 11 to 3 today. Mm
1: hmm. Perfect. So Marianne will be there and I think she has maybe somebody else is helping her.
2: So yeah, if you I know Kristen's water. I you know can Kristen. Yeah, yeah, Kristen was helping her last night. She did a um, commuter open house last night there. Perfect. How did that go? Um I was I was looking at the lives. I was I was uh, working last night, but I, I was looking at the lives every once in a while and it's it just beautiful. It's just yeah. beautiful. We've gotten a lot of great responses on social media with that one. So mm-hmm. um again, we, we go to bostonconnect.com for mm-hmm. any of the open house
1: information. Yeah. And if you're around uh, the town today, or if you want to take a little special ride, as we have every Saturday morning from about 10 to 12 o'clock, Ginny uh, Wandell is a full-time real estate agent here at Boston Connect Real Estate. She's basically been with us since the beginning uh, when we opened, and I was actually her helping her find a place at one point uh, as a buyer's agent for like a second home, so uh, she's a good friend, and uh, she's a wonderful a wonderful real estate agent with a lot of um, a lot of experience and uh, she's here at the office 19 Maesit Street um, every uh, Saturday from 10 to 12 and uh, you can come in and just have some coffee with Ginny and talk about maybe selling your house um, maybe talk about buying a house maybe talk about how do I do both uh, she can help you through that whole process so
2: or if you want to hang out on our porch I was hanging yeah. out on the porch for a little while yesterday I took some pictures yeah. and looks um, like that's exactly what jenny was yeah. doing with two
1: of our clients actually stopped by to say hello and jenny was out there on the porch with them so uh, you can reach us at bostonconnect.com for our past shows you can go to talk real estate or you can just say alexa play talk real estate roundtable and you will listen to our past shows and you can find us on instagram and you can find us on facebook and hey just give us a ring 781 826 bye tim have a great bye. weekend
0: bye ATD FM Marshfield, WBMS Brockton.